Well, if I can find a few actions in there somewhere, then I'm going to love it. The backlash makes me horny. We're up for the banter. It's a comedian. Hello, welcome back to That Josh James Show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, Rumpfer's number one podcaster, the second most famous man in all of Collier Row. It's Chrissy White, a.k.a. White Boy. Hola, amigo. Hola, como esta? Yes, sí. Muy bien. Yes. Et tu? Sí, sí. <laughs> you don't know Spanish. Nah. <laughs> How are you, mate? Good, mate. Did I tell you I was learning Spanish for a little while? Yeah, don't surprise me, mate. It's one of these things that you pick up and... Yeah, I did a Spanish lesson every day for one year, and uh, I've pretty much forgotten all of it. Every day for one year? For how long was you doing the lesson for? Five, five ten minutes. Yeah? Yeah. Why was you doing that? Uh, I had a lot of time on my hands, Oh, mate. okay. I was in the dry house. Yeah. Yeah, many strings to this bow. Yeah, there is. Maybe if you just concentrate. I remember you was going to start a cigar company at one point. Well, that was in the dry house as well. Yeah. How's that getting on? Uh, I got no leaves. I can't get the leaves, man. Really? Bro, I swear to God. I swear to God. So there's this company, right, in Connecticut. They're based out of Connecticut. It's a website online. It's called leafonly.com. And they sell whole tobacco leaves. So there's loads of different grades of leaves, yeah? You get like a, a binder leaf, a filler leaf, the wrapper leaf, and they're all different sizes, different types of tobacco from different regions across South America, right? And they all got different prices. So I'm like, give me quarter of a pound of them, quarter of a pound of them, I'll have a pound of that, whatever. I ordered this big cotchel. It comes to like maybe a hundred dollars, because it's all in all in dollars. And then the postage to get it over is like a hundred and fifty dollars. Right. So if you live in America, you can get them easy. It's the only company I know that sells whole tobacco leaves that I've found on the internet. And um, maybe one in three that I've ordered will actually arrive. Right. Because they get stopped at customs. Because in, I mean, that's a shame really, because in theory, you know, with your experience, you should be good at sort of importing things from South America. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's one thing you're good at, it's that. Well, I've never actually smuggled no. anything from South America. No, but... But yeah, so that's how the cigar business is going. I really enjoy it, mate. I used to get so into it, right? So I would like set up my desk. I had this piece of like sheet metal, because that's what it's done on, like a metal table. I had all my tools, yeah? And I would put, the, I'd put a big cigar in my mouth and put Cuban music on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roll cigars whilst listening to Cuban music and smoking a cigar. I was like fully in character. Yeah. I loved it. But it got to a point where you just fall. No, I couldn't get any leaves. Yeah, you just got to listen to this business. I've just got to leaf it out, you know? Yeah, I had to leaf it out, mate. <laughs> it, were, it wasn't even a business. It was just buying cigars in England. But maybe, really you, can, maybe you can branch out to other businesses. Nah, I'm a podcaster. Yeah. Are you talking about branch leaf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah. done, mate. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> you a comedian? Yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty struggling one at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> leaf it out, branch out. Jesus no, Christ. but listen, you got the podcast now, and obviously, you know, last year you, you put down pretty good roots, you know, for that to... I, I knew you was going to say something about roots. <laughs> I knew you were. I'm like, what else is there in the tree? Um, but listen, you've got a lovely bird. So, you know, I'm we've, we've, uh, by your side, you know, you really can, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit, yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to keep my feet on solid ground, mate, you know Yeah, what I mean? yeah. To yeah, I would just want to be a podcaster now, if I'm completely honest. No, so yeah. So like when you, you talk about branching out, Got my own little recovery podcast coming soon, bruv. You do? Yeah. Well, tell us about it. Look, I didn't know that this is what I wanted to do. You invited me on a podcast. I've loved it. You know what I mean? The feedback's been great. What an influential figure I've been in your life. You really have, mate. You really have. And uh, look, I feel like everything happens for a reason. I called you when I was in rehab. That's when our like, relationship really blossomed. Friendship yeah. blossomed. Yeah. You invited me on here and uh, I love it. Never going to stop doing this because I love it. Love doing it with you. But I'm thinking, what else can I do? So me and another one of my mates from the fellowship I go to. Yeah. I've started a recovery podcast. And it's all about trying to get to the bottom about the truth about addiction. Um, we're going to be inviting some guests on, other people that have been through the same thing. You'll be on there, no doubt. Yeah. And um, just 
basically tell the story from the perspective of the people we really know. Because there's a lot of taboo and a lot of stigma attached. And I don't feel like the general public really knows what's going on. So it's for the addict, it's for the general public, it's for the families of addicts. And uh, it's coming out 29th of January. The first episode will be going live on yeah. a Monday. It's called oh, Addicted you? to Recovery. What a name. Yeah, what a great name. What a great name. If only I knew someone who was like good at coming up with names who could have told me about Fantastic. that. Fantastic. Yeah, so I've just come out of it by myself. More of a writer than a comedian. Yeah, yeah. You know. And uh, yeah, really excited about it. So um, yeah, it's, I want to be a podcaster full time. Yeah, wicked, mate. And obviously the do. co-host you're doing it with, he's like a poor man's Josh James, isn't he? <laughs> You say poor man, he's actually doing all right. I mean, he's, <laughs> like, I mean like, well, poor man's in some, yeah. But I mean, a lot richer than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a rich, poor man's yeah, Josh James. like a rich, poor man's <laughs> Josh James. Yeah. Bigger cock and all. Yeah, probably, yeah. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, yeah. Not hard, but. Without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. I mean, his missus has probably got a bigger cock than me. Let's put it that way. Um, so, yeah. No, that's great, mate. Very proud of you. Thanks, mate. Looking forward to the podcast. The branding looks great. Yeah, 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 we're working with a real pro. Mm. And uh, it was all, he's helped us out for nothing. This guy's big time. He's done some huge ad campaigns. He's giving a little something back. Of course he? he is. He likes the calls, so he's jumped on it. And I feel like that might be something that is sort of in our favour because people want to help out when people are helping out. So, yeah. 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 But um, talking about success, mate, I see you post a photo yesterday in front of like a thousand people doing a gig. Mm. And I'm like, that's my guy. Died on my ass, mate. Did you? Nah. Why you fucking got to scare me like that? Got ya. Because I feel for you got if you ya. died on your ass in front of a thousand people. Got ya. And that's fun. But people are bright and lovely, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I, you know, fit in well down. They call it London by the sea. I was like, it's not, you know, because you need to get your level of stabbings up. Really, little stab in the leg, mm. you know, if you don't want to completely just write them off. Just a little. Just cheek, a little bit. They'll little about cheeky that. chef. I went in a butcher shop once, and the geezer's like, oh yeah, like he just one of the butchers stabbed one of the other butchers. Right. And I was like, what? He's like, only a little bit. I'm like, what do you mean? But what, as a joke? No, no, nah, nah, mid-argument, obviously a butcher's always got a knife in his hand, snapped. And he was like, oh, only a little bit. Just goes to show. Like, How can you stab someone a little bit? Well, mate, I think a lot of, I think a lot of people are capable of probably murder. Like in a, in in the, in if you get someone in a rage enough, because people lose their heads, don't they? You do lose your head. I lose my head. Occasionally, I lose my head, and um, afterwards, I lose my head. But I, I come down to earth pretty within probably about five. It's seconds. It's embarrassing, ain't it? It's embarrassing. I find it embarrassing. I find it totally embarrassing. If I if I sort of uh, you know hit boiling point or whatever, I'll have a rah, and then um, a bit scarier than that, but. <laughs> along, those, along, those, along those lines. Um, and then I'll come down to earth pretty quickly, you know? Yeah. Give me an example of the last time you lost your head. Um, uh, when did I lose my head? I, I lost my head uh, to cyclists the other day. Um, someone drove, they were trying to turn right. So they've stopped there. Someone drove past them. Then I drove past them, followed the car behind. And they went, wait! Like, like shouting at me, wait! Yeah. Put my window down. I went, what do you fucking say? Like, Fuck off, you fuck. You know, yeah, one of them yeah. ones. Yeah. Drove off and I was like, there was no need for that. Mm. But then again, I just did think to myself, you're on a bike, why are you giving it? Cyclists are pretty entitled. I'm in a car. Like, I'm, not, I'm not going to, but if I wanted to, yeah. I'm in a car. Do you know who Cycling Mikey is? Grasses people up, doesn't he? It's just the biggest snitch on the internet yeah. right now. Oh. Terrible. Films people on their phone. Yeah. With a camera on his head. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't think you should be on your phone, mate. He's an Aussie bloke. And then just like rings the police. Oh. He's a cyclist and a snitch. I lost my head at the petrol garage the other day. Did ya? With who? The proprietors. Who's that? It's like the people running the shop. So oh, listen. Boss man. Tell me if you think this is, if I was wrong. Bear in mind it's early in the morning. So I got to B&Q half seven when it opened. No, hold on, just before, I just want to qualify. No racial slurs in this. Oh, obviously not. Yeah, okay, well, I'm just checking. I transcend race. Yeah, I'm just checking. I mean, there were Indian people, but well, that's not the reason. Just listen to me. Have you ever seen a you know, white shopkeeper? Yeah, around the corner from me, Fitzgerald's. Really? Yeah, well, he's dead now. 
Well, there you go. Yeah, but... Who killed him? So you go ask yourself. Hey, old age. Well, or was it... <laughs> was it the new lot? You know, <laughs> who knows? Anyway, who food knows? for thought. You think about food that one. Your food for thought. So I've pulled it. I'm out, of pay, I'm out of B&Q. I've got now 25 minutes to get to Onga. Right? I mean, I will deal. Yep. B&Q. It's a 25-minute drive. I need petrol. Diesel. Drive a van, don't I? Geezer. Geezer. So I'm like... I've got to be quick in and out here. So I've pulled up my petrol pumps on the left-hand side. Yep. Like my tank. All the left-hand side bays are taken. All the right-hand ones are free. It's a huge garage forecourt. I've pulled up, reversed up. Yep. So now my left-hand side is on the right-hand pump. I'm standing there, looking, trying to... They're like, pump free, come inside. Over the tannoy. I'm like, pump free, that's me. I'm thinking maybe... It's one of these garages where they want you to pay first. Yeah. I'm like, do I look shady? I'm like, mm. not a problem. So I walked in with the money that I was going to put in. There's like five or six people queuing. I'm like, oh, I stood in the queue. I got to the front. I'm like, went to pay. She's like, your van's parked the wrong way. Oh, well, do me a favor. Your van's parked the wrong way. I'm like, you saw me stand in the queue. For six, why, can't you, why couldn't you have told me that? I'm yeah. like, turn the pump on, right? Threw the money on the counter, went outside. Standing there, bloke comes on. You have to turn the car around, man. I'm like. <laughs> so now I've had to pull around and now I'm waiting for someone to move, to pull up, to put the, and then drive off. I was. Feeling. I, I was shouting a little bit. Yeah. Like, turn the fucking pump on. Like, lost my head from here. <laughs> and I pulled you around. Be, and I was listen, like, oh, you gotta be careful nowadays because, you know, you're fast becoming a public figure. Just tell me, right, what, Difference, does it make what way my car is pointing? Uh, no, it doesn't matter. It don't matter. It doesn't make a blind bit of difference. So now I I'm angry. I love your impression of the keys from over time. Got to turn your bum. That's exactly what he sounded <laughs> like. Got to turn your car around, man. Got to turn car around, man. I'm like. <laughs> so I did that. Yeah. Now I'm late. Uh, and I got the arm. My blood's boiling. Threw the money like that. And I didn't even get a receipt because I like to get my receipts because I do my tax properly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't get the receipts, I was in a rush. And uh, yeah, all I thought after was that, oh, that was a bit embarrassing. There was a lot of people in the garage and I yeah. was really loud. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what one thing, one thing I noticed about our, our guest, Devlin? Yeah. Who we've just- uh, Salt of the earth. Mate, salt of the earth. Do you know one thing I've just learned from him when we went to Manzi's Pie Mash, mm. everyone that just stopped for us, walk past he said thank you and i'm like and i, I didn't say it and I'm you like, noticed I, that too i'm quite a i'm a polite geezer right but yeah. i'm thinking this geezer is next level polite yeah yeah mate and he's a grime mc i know never it. judge a book by its color ladies it. and gents thank you and all it mate i noticed it thank you thank you darling yeah yeah i tried buying his mum some pie and mash he wouldn't allow it yeah one thing i did notice though jamesy when you finish with your plate in the pie and mash shop you take it up and put it on the counter oh, did you do that for me no, you left yours on the table. Oh, did I? And I know Devlin saw it. So, oh. all I'm saying is, no. you need to watch your P's and Q's, bruv. The plates go on the side. Oh, do you think he thinks I'm a cunt? I went to get yours, because I was like, oh, he's left it, and I was sort of boxed out by Devlin. So, oh. I, it had to sit there. But just saying, yeah? Oh. I reckon he clocked. I'm so sorry, Devlin, if you're listening. I feel like I've let him down. You got like one point off. Oh. But yeah, I really noticed it. What a gentleman. We're probably going to be lifelong friends if we went for that. Maybe not anymore. No, I fucked it. Unfortunately. Oh, what a cunt. <laughs> well, at least I've still got you and I, you know. <laughs> Just saying, mate, keep leaving your plate on the table. You might not have me, mate. Well, That's unforgivable. <laughs> Well, I t yeah, no, I, t I do usually do that. I think I'm just in my own little world, and yeah, yeah, not, that's all not, right. I'll allow it. Not, not, not intentional rudeness, you know. Mm. Just, uh, just a little bit of a lapse in concentration. You just know? a little slip. Little just relapse. a little slip. Yeah, um, but I reckon definitely. You know, when people like go a bit nuts, it's spur of the moment. Something like that can just change your life. Yeah. Look at Oscar, B Oscar Bastorius. Yeah. Just like in a fit of jealous rage. He's out. He's out now. Mm. Yeah. She was fit. He's bad. She was fit. Yeah. Mm. Weird setup though. Was a weird setup. Like imagine him in bed. He'd obviously, would he still keep the blades on? I mean, if he was standing up, he'd have to. I reckon he probably did a lot of work from the bottom. 
perfect height though if he takes the blades off for the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah. for for the old 69 you know if he takes his blades off you can spin him around a lot easier you reckon she's spinning him yeah because he's he's probably take you know a bit lighter isn't he you know yeah, so, still a big, still a big bloke though. Still a big bloke. Southern Hemisphere but we, blokes, No, right? but they've let genes. him out. But I think he's he's still like on house arrest for the next. But four just five take years. his blades off him. But what a fucker though doing that. Yeah, um, I don't think he was very well, mate. So he was born with what is it? A bit, he's about here, right? Yeah. So like shins and feet. No shins and feet. Like he cut off at the knee. They were going to call him Neil, but they decided. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to go for Oscar in the end. Um, anyway. <laughs> so he was born like that. Yeah. All I'm saying is, when you're born with like an ailment like that, it's going to spin your head. But you say that, he achieved a lot of success. I mean, pretty unbelievable what he'd done. Is that he he ended, was racing with the able-bodied he, he, guys. Right, yeah, running with able-bodied guys. Some of them, cheeky fuckers, were saying, nah, it's out of order. He's got an advantage because the blades make him faster. You're like, mate, he ain't got no legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, give me the legs over the blades any day. Yeah. You think it would swap legs That's a cheeky argument. That's it. a mad argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, going like, nah, what? they're he's... making him too fast. That is literally ends the argument. Go, mate, he's got no legs. He's what got are we no talking legs. about? <laughs> You're talking about his advantage. He's a sprinter and he can't train legs. Like, yeah, yeah. that's funny, isn't it? Yeah, mad, isn't it? What people would argue. Mm. I'm um, training legs tonight. I hate training legs. Do you? I like it. Uh, yeah, but you got some trunks on you, bro. Yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. A um, of noodles. Did you see on the old Epstein Island? Mm. Right, all the documents come out. Yeah. So you got caught there. Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Mad turnout that is. Yeah, isn't yeah it? unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wonder what he was doing though. Do you think Epstein Island was just a pure fuck party? Or do you think you there was a doing. few different push me and then just touch me till I could get my satisfaction? <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I thought you were going to start beatboxing then, by the way. I'll <laughs> tell you what, listen, if you're on Epstein's Island doing all this and that, right? Like... Obviously, I, I understand sometimes you get swept up in all of it, whatever. Surely a light's got to switch on that maybe I shouldn't be here when you see old Stephen Hawking, a naked, erect Stephen Hawking driving past. Like, <laughs> beep, beep. You're thinking, I, I don't think maybe I'm in the right place here. Show me your tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too much. It's too yeah. much. Yeah, I think... But Hillary maybe, Clinton was there as well. Maybe she was... Mate, mate. Who knows? Maybe Stephen Hawking was giving old Clinton a, bu uh, what's it called, a buggy? A buggy? A backy. A backy. Yeah, yeah backy. Get on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah this way on. to Pleasure Town. <laughs> yeah, mad, mate. Oh, mate, I would love to know what actually went on But, mate, there, mate, he was at it. You know, he, like, he was at it with, like, he had a couple of birds, Stephen Hawking. Did he? Yeah. But how? I don't know how, but they had kids in that. Really? Yeah. Could he get a boner? Well, 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 obviously. Really? Yeah. I thought he was like... No, 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 he could do all that, mate. So listen, he was frisky, frisky man. Yeah, Epstein C, talent and let it free. You yeah, know I mean? he's, you know, that's yeah, a mad that's one. Yeah, that's seeded, isn't it? What's, look, this is what oh, I terrible, don't understand. Terrible, terrible. This is what I don't understand. Have you seen an 18 or like 19, 20-year-old girl? You know they're young. No, but have you seen like a 20-year-old girl recently? They look so young. Why do you need like actual underage? Yeah, you don't. These perverted, are old yeah. men. Yeah. You don't need underage girls to have young girls. Well, this is what I don't. It, it's just a sick thing. They're just sick. That's that's. Yeah, that's actual the actual nonsense, mate. That's yeah. It's the only explanation. You're just sick. Like yeah. you get, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for, I for was seventeen. I had a sixteen-year-old girlfriend, and I felt a little bit like, mate, I don't think this is right. You know what I mean? We were the same age, same school you year. You were seventeen. We were the same school year, and she I was... turned seventeen. She was still sixteen. Oh yeah, that's fine, mate. I know, but I felt a way about it because I'm like, technically, it's not. You know what I mean? These geezers are sixty-year-old men with God knows how young these girls are. It's a liberty, mate. Yeah, no, mate. It, the only they word should for, string them up. The only word for it is sick, and yeah, they should string them up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I personally, there is something wrong, but why have the... But 
but this is it. You're, girls, you're trying young. to comprehend it as a bloke who is just a fucking sane mind. Oh, thanks, mate. But do you know what I mean? That's a great like compliment. we cannot get our heads around that. But yeah, these they're just fucking mm. just sick. I mean, it might be said for a couple of them that were there. They might not have necessarily known how young they were. Maybe. Nah, ain't having it. But you, you know, ain't having it. But Stephen Hawking's like smartest geezer in the world. Surely he'd he'd know to do a little ID check. You know what I mean? Yeah, he'd probably add up their age well quick. Yeah. Yeah, he's good at maths, isn't he? Yeah, he's probably like twelve. <laughs> Plus twelve, twenty-four. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, but it's t- t- between two of them. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, double team. You know. Yeah, she was twenty-four. Yeah, no, she was twenty-four. No, mate, 24. there was two of them. They were both twelve. Yeah. And then he just starts like chucking like loads of jargon at you, and you're like, "All right, Stephen, not gonna argue with you, yeah, mate." Fractions, equations, yeah. brackets, times pi squared, and all that. I feel like that made him seem more cleverer. The fact that he was on. But he's dead now. He's dead now, yeah. So it's like, once they're dead and they come out with the allegations, it's too late. Yeah, but actually, I think in the allegations, listen, we should say, I don't think there was anything that said that he'd done any wrongdoing. I'm not too sure about that. Yeah, that's because he can't use his hands. True. He was there. True. He was handsy, but mentally. (laughs) You know what I mean? Couldn't get handsy on the old... Handsy mentally is not handsy. I've thought some things before, Jamesy, that you're not going to want to say out loud. You know what I mean? Mm. Acting on it and thinking about it is different. Yeah. But listen, you might want to search up because I don't know if he was actually accused of anything. I don't know whether they just said maybe he was there. Have you seen The Simpsons predicted it? Really? So you know the Simpsons keep predicting stuff that actually yeah, happens weird. in real life. Yeah, very very strange. So there's like a Stephen Hawking and he just like nicks Lisa and flies away. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. It was like 15 years ago or something they'd done it. But that was just a mad one to come out. Bill Clinton's been named in it and Ian... I can see Bill. Yeah, Bill's a... Bill's a... Bill's a... He's a dirty dog. He was Bill's getting, a dirty he was getting dog. nosh when he was know, in office. Yeah. Do you know the first time I was on stage and made people laugh? I went to Potter's... Yeah. Which is like posh butlings in like Norfolk, yeah. right? And they get you a bim. I've never been, but you speak highly of it. Yeah, it's great. My mum's been. Shout out Mark Brewer. Um, they basically get you on a stage. Um, oh, this is a weird segue from the Epstein stuff, but I'm a kid at the time. It's none of that stuff, though. But they get like entertainment. They get you up and like ask you questions. And I go, and they was like, oh, I want to do an impression. I was like, all right. And I went, and I'm literally about six at the time. Yeah. I don't know where I got this from, but the place erupted. Um, and I went, I did not have sexual relationships with that woman. <laughs> yeah. And the place just fucking erupted. And I think that's where it started with me because I can't remember it. But You've done a Bill Clinton impression. Yeah. Because it was at the time yeah, that yeah, he was, it was all he'd been caught out, you know. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that, that was that's when it started you but know? he did blatantly have sexual relationships with that woman right yeah yeah monica Lewinsky. yeah yeah so it's just a bait liar yeah bait liar yeah yeah oh bill he didn't fuck about do you know he? what was funny when trump was uh he was debating with hillary clinton yeah and this is just like boss moves from trump yeah right so people that there'd been like three women that had filed like lawsuits against bill yeah, clinton like sexual harassment yeah for being yeah. like fucking being Bill Clinton. Yeah, being, yeah. just being classic Bill, All you know right, what Bill, I mean? Bill, yeah. And uh, they'd done the debate and Trump brought them and stuck them in the front row as no, his guests. Oh, oh my, geezer's just ruthless. Yeah, this is Donald Trump, he's grabbing handfuls of pussy and yeah, yeah, yeah. pulling Listen, sucks like this Trump's in front of Trump's a Teflon Don, man, you can't. Yeah, you can't out debate Trump. Mate, even if you get in with something that like, like you do him with an argument, you just go, fake news. Yeah, yeah. And you'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he does not care. I think needs to get American into rap politics battles. misses Trump. It's lost a lot of its appeal for me. Listen, we're not saying we support Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a Trump supporter. But it's really funny. But he is fucking As an hilarious. outsider, yeah. It's funny. As an outsider, it's great. I mean, it's, it's scary in the fact that you think one false move, we could actually probably all end up fucking dead from a nuclear war. Oh, yeah, war. because he's in control of the most powerful army yeah. in the world. And he is a... F- but... He's a nutcase, yeah. He's a fucking nutcase. Yeah, yeah he's gone. But that's what makes him hilarious. But um, the way he just answers questions, like, you just think, mate, no, this is... No, no, no. So, but the other guy, Joe Biden, 
is actually lost it. Eighty, it'll be. I think if he gets the next term, it'll be like eighty-six. Mate, he's actually like he's 80, got 81. dementia. He's bad, mate. Yes. He forgets what he's doing. But all I the think time. a lot of them with the presidents, it's not just he's like the front man. It's all the other people. Of course that, they are, but still, he's still got to go up there. He's um, Theo Von said it. He's like, oh mate, if that was my granddad, I'd be like, stop fucking, stop it. Yeah, stop, stop doing work. that to him. Stop working. No, no, they'd be saying to everybody else like, stop doing that to my granddad. Like, why are you making him do these things? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like. And like everyone's like tried to say about Biden being a bit noncy because when he gets like kids and that, he'll like kiss them or whatever. And I don't think he's... No, he's like a father Christmas. Yeah, he's just old and just being a bit like... It looks noncy, but in theory, I think he's just like, just trying to be a bit... Yeah, no, one, no one's ever noncy. caring, off. but he's just, just old and getting it wrong. Yeah. No. This episode is brought to you by London's leading second-hand watch specialist, Kettle Club. Kettle Club are an independent watch dealer who sell a range of luxury brands all at different price points. If you're looking to buy or sell a watch, then they really are the people you need to talk to. I love Kettle Club sponsoring us because they're actually a brand I used long before this podcast even started. Yeah, I've dealt with other watch dealers before, White Boy, but for me, Kettle Club offer the fairest prices and the most honest and professional service. The boys there really are a pleasure to deal with and I wouldn't go anywhere else. And I don't want you to either. So go and see them at their showroom by London Liverpool Street Station, just next to the Anders Hotel. And if you quote that Josh James show on inquiry, you get 15% off of polishing for your watch. That offer is brand dependent. Back to the show. No one's ever non-stop Father Christmas and he has kids sitting on his lap all the time. That's like the Biden effect. There's nothing sexual about it. You mm. know what I mean? He's just old and weird. I'm saying they should have let um, RFK Jr. become president. Who's that? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So you know, John F. Kennedy, JFK, he got assassinated. His brother, RFK, also got assassinated. Right. He was like the uh, district attorney or something like, like well high up. He had a son and this bloke was like a lawyer, environmental law. He's the one who cleaned up like the Hudson River in New York. And he's like, knows his shit, proper knows his shit. And he started going up against pharmaceutical companies. He's been labeled like an anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist. But I heard him on Rogan, I heard him on Theo Vaughn. The geezer knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And he was running for president and they've basically just nixed it like, nah. We're only having one from there and one from there. You I wouldn't do necessarily watch him on a Joe Rogan podcast and think yeah, he should be president. No, no, no. He's running for president. Oh, he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not just guessing this. Right. He's uh, he's a Kennedy. He's like, his family are all yeah, been yeah, in I politics about, for years. He's like Kennedy. a massive lawyer, proper knows his shit. Run for president, started campaigning and all that. And now they've like changed all the laws. It's fucked. Not that I know that much about American politics, mm. but it is fucked up, mate. Like... They're just like, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Yeah, I mean, but our politics here is is not a great system. I know more I about think. their politics than I do ours. Yeah, weird that. Mm. I apparently is going to might be an election at the end of this year. When is it supposed to be? Um, well, Rishi Sunak, he's got to call it. He's the one that decides when when's it going to be, and but he's the one who's in charge. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and, and he uh, gets to decide. And he gets to decide. Yeah, it's, it's prime minister, mate. Yeah. So what if he says no? We're not having one. I'll just stay. Well, no, then fucking, there's a di then he's a dictator, isn't he? And then uh, I'm pretty sure that's that's against the law. Can't do that. But I don't understand. How can surely there's like so an there's a time date. frame of when he can call it, right? So if you don't call it by the end of the year, be like next year, or whatever. Mm. So um, yeah, politics is shit. I think the I just think the system here is a bit like I don't know, it's a bit dead, but. Um, yeah, they think a lot of the Rishi, who's Prime Minister now, they mm. think he might be gone. Really? Yeah, and your lot, Labour, being. Not my lot. Yeah, but you're, as we as we ascertained. My lot are drug addicts. Drug addicts. <laughs> yeah. What would drug addicts be like running the country? If they was working a programme, unbelievable, mate. You reckon? A hundred percent. There'd probably have to be like a five year minimum clean time requirement. But if you had a load of drug addicts yeah, that it, was ex-drug addicts, now just addicts, working a good solid program and had to run the country, oh mate, it would work like clockwork. But what if they relapsed and then there's just fucking big like parties and that in number 10? Yeah, that's the only problem. Yeah. But mate, if you're working a program- Stephen Hawking there, if just you're working rolling a program around to the best naked. of your ability, you do not relapse. It's as simple as that. 
The only people that relapse are the ones who stop working in the program. Yeah. No, fair what enough. What a great idea. What ex addicts is Yeah. No, I don't think it would, mate. No. It would. You that's you very pro addicts, you no, know. No, it's not even pro addicts. Um I know I know what you mean. It's, I you know like full well that this is why I think that the ones that come out the other side of like drug addiction are actually the lucky ones. Because we get to do it properly without all the pretenses and we realise what is actually what actually matters. Yeah. And it's like if you're working a program, you're living that spiritual life, mate, everyone in the world will benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, 12-step program, 100%. It's like you don't have to be an addict to work the 12 steps. If everyone worked the 12 steps, the world would be a better place. I guaranteed. totally agree. Get rid of all them resentments, yeah. all those, um, you know. Clear the wreckage of your past, move forward, be of service, help others. Yeah, totally agree. Um, what'd you make of these Joe Barton tweets, son? Mate, he's a bit out there, isn't he? He's out there, bruv. He's proper out there. Shall I read some? Look, problem I've got with it is, I I agree with some things that he says. Like what? But then the vast majority of it is just like, mate, you've gone too far there. And this is the problem. Just because I might agree with one thing he says, doesn't mean that I necessarily agree with everything he says. Don't you think you can get... um? So there'll be a person, so there'll be things like, oh, I agree with something that Donald Trump says. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm a fucking Donald Trump guy. Yeah. But it seems like you can either, you've got to be all in or all out. Yeah, all in or either with him or against yeah. him. Whereas I think, I, I, quite like the, I quite like the female pundits. Um, obviously, if they're, they're good pundits. Yeah. That's cool with me. Can they do 20 kick-ups? Um, well, any Aluko, I very much doubt she can. But, but that's your criteria. But no... One thing I'd say is I like I like the female pundits. I think it gives a bit of a different point of view from things, mm. um, and I just I just like it. I understand the argument though as well, where people say people are better qualified to talk about the men's game if you've yeah. played the men's game. I do sort of agree with that as well. But so I do I. I do personally, mate. It's a sticky situation. But the same way as if you're watching the girls' game, right? The best people to talk about that game. Are not fucking the men. Of course they're not. It's the, it's the women, the, like ex-international women players. Even though it's the same game, it's played in a very different way. Different pace and different different sort of pace, physicality. Different power. Like I watched a. This is one thing I will say. I'm flicking through Instagram, as per fucking usual, and um, on a Stephen Hawking one, yeah. Oh yeah, on a Stephen Hawking vibe. I was like, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> she's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, oh my God, world-class goal from so-and-so, so-and-so, yeah? It was like a, a women's game of football. The ball comes in from a throw-in, yeah? It bounces in the penalty area and then comes up again and this woman does like an unbelievable bicycle kick top corner. I'm like, you can't let the ball bounce in the penalty area. That should have been cleared. So the goal would never have happened. Yeah, but it's a different... Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? It wasn't direct from a throw-in and then like... Well, it was but like, they can only play at in the, the pace area. at which... In the Prem, the ball is not bouncing in the Prem. In the, that ball would not have bounced no, in I the box. No, I It would have been clear. But I, 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 I like the, the when the women's won... When they won the Euros... I loved it. I was fucking buzzing, Me man. too. And I do like watching the, um, the it, it, England women's international The Lionesses. That's, that's great. And I, I like women's football. I, I do, you know, some people might not like it. There might be people listening to it, going, whatever. I mean, but a good one, right, is Plum. He's very, I'll make Plum, he's very against the female pundits. And he's like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about, mate. And I'm like, mate, they're better than you. Yeah. They're better than you. No, fuck off, James. No, they're not. I was like, mate, how many goals you score for England? He goes, fuck, it's not the same. I was like, mate, you can't even score a goal for Heath Park on a Sunday. Yeah. They're more qualified <coughs> than you. I wonder what level of men's team yeah, but it, is on the same can't, level as the You can't really compare team. it because... It no, is, but it'd be interesting to it's, know. It's the, physica it Sunday it's league? the physicality. At Are the there Sunday league teams that could beat the Lionesses? But this is it's, it's a it is a different game for that reason of like it's okay. How about this then? What about really good young men like boys? Well, football? they do. They do the England women team in like friendlies behind closed doors. They might play a Chelsea under 18s or whatever. Okay, and what's the disparity in the ability? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't how know. How young do they have to go before yeah. it's fair? But I, I, listen, when it comes to female pundits, I think, good, if you're an ex-international player, if you're a good pundit, yeah, fucking female pundits mm. all day. I I know some people don't see it that way, don't like it, but I like, I like a female pundit. And um, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like the women's football. I think the trouble is, there are also people like... I mean, mentioned her earlier, but like Nenny Aluko, who said a few daft things, right? Which, what she said? Uh, a few different things. Like, uh, I've been the famous one is she's talking about, I think maybe La Richarlison. She says, he scored 19 goals in 40 games. You know, you do the maths. That's, that's almost a goal a game, which is is obviously not the case. You know, it's every, it's every other. But that, that but listen, that's, <laughs> but that, that could just be a slip of the yeah, tongue. Yeah, of course thing. it can, mate. And look, but there I was know, another like when a camera and a mic's pointed at you, you can fucking... Yeah. But there was also another thing that, that she said in terms of um, talking about when Declan Rice was going to go to Man City mm. and they was talking about Pep and Arteta like bidding and she said oh Pep Arteta could maybe I think Arteta maybe called Pep and said kept on putting bids in to get the bidding to go up like just but it just didn't make sense and so I think she said a few daft things that people have jumped on the back of now been saying. well I've he's, seen a couple he he's I won't repeat what he said about her because I did also was looking at them tweets thinking this is a bit nasty now because what you've got to remember about the someone like her right She's obviously played for the international women's team or whatever. Mm. Um, Did they win anything? They didn't win anything. But listen, she's not made the sort of money where she ain't got to work for the rest of her life. She do, she does really need these punditing jobs to fucking earn a living. Yeah, of course. So part of me thought that of just being like, make your point. You can make your point. That's fine. But then I did think at times it was maybe a little bit. I felt a bit sorry for her, to be honest. Um, but there was a couple of tweets what he done. That just, I did, I did find funny. Cool. Well, you found he's funny. Yeah, Courtney. I found he's funny. So Gary Neville chipped, chipped in, and he's like, "What?" Well, Gary Neville's like, "One done, uh, well done, ITV. It's gone too far. This man mentioning serial killers is quite simply incredible because Joey Barton basically compared her to like um, F Fred West, saying like her punditry is." But killed so many people's ears or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, like just a bit extreme. So you know what did I mean? Gary? What's Gary Neville backing her? Well, yeah, he's backing her, just saying, oh, you know, um, you know, like leave it out. It's hard for women in football. Blah blah blah. I do think Gary Neville's probably the worst pundit about though. Uh, don't what? Well, I don't mind him. Oh, he's just annoying. But this made me laugh me, from mate. Joey Barton. His reply: Gary, please keep your head down, or you will get emptied as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know they pay your wages and I don't want to have to put you away. <laughs> when he says emptied, what does he mean? I think he just means like, I'll like send for you. Yeah, but like emptied. Like, that, mate, it sounds like he's going to murder like he's going to like stab him and he's not going to have any blood. Sounds there. like yeah. Gary Neville's getting chefed, mate. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> like Joey Barton. And I wouldn't put it past nah. him. Worry about one of your other 3,758 business things you've got going on. I'll decide when it's gone too far, not you. Oh, yeah. Any more? Yeah, this one was funny. Uh, it was a little bit, you know, a close one. My timeline is littered with D-level comedians. They usually have between one to 45K followers trying to get a bite out of me. I see you guys. I see you got four tour dates to sell next year in Chernobyl. <laughs> How many followers have you got? Uh, 45k. <laughs> oh my god, he's literally hit the nail on the head. Stop Are you your, D level. Stop your grifting, you have D level. Yeah, I mean, I've not sent for him. No, no, of course not. I've not sent for you Joey. Ain't trying I, to get empty, listen, mate. I don't want that Joey Barton smoke. I ain't getting emptied. <laughs> Stop your grifting, get bigger, get better, and maybe just maybe I'll engage. I'll shine my light on you. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, no, he he can definitely talk. Mate, he was on Tubes and Ange, um, Golf Life. You know what Jimmy Bullard's on? My mate Jimmy. Oh, yeah. Shad. Do you know I know Jimmy Bullard? Yeah, he sent for Jimmy Bullard as well, though. Has he really? Yeah, he called him Dimmy Dullard. Oh, he didn't. <laughs> yeah. So he was on there, like, playing a game of golf. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm right into the spiritual stuff. Like, sorted myself out. My head's all gone level. Next thing I know, he's, like, at it again. Yeah, I think he's, like, listen, he's just one of them people that, like, He's cannon, bringing it back to loose cannon. What we said at the start of people just fucking losing their heads. Yeah, he's just got that switch. But he goes really public with it. Yeah, man. I mean, but the thing is, he's 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 
Like when he's playing football, if he lost his head. Oh yeah, but he's done that. All the Many yeah. times. Remember, didn't he chin like, oh yeah, butted company or he's like Man City. Stuff. Loads of stuff. Tear ups yeah. on nights out. But do you know what I did think? He's, he's a smart bloke and he could have made a good point there about, yeah, maybe about like pushing too much of what he called as tokenism. I feel like, because there are probably a lot of people that, that what agree with him, right? And there, I would say majority of people that watch football are blokes. And I would say a majority of them blokes probably would agree with his point of view. And he could have made a good point about it, but he, he, he's lost his head, didn't he? Yeah. Like red rag to a ball. Yeah, man. And I, listen, in the end, I, I did feel a bit sorry for, um, you know, the, the pundits that he was having a pop at because at the end of the day, in the, in the women's game, they've not earned the money what the blokes have done where they can just like, they ain't got work again. You know, they actually do. Yeah, they, if they were smart with it. They need these, no, but they, they need them no, I'm jobs. Saying, you know what I mean? Men, like, a lot of men footballers got paid big money and thought it was going to keep coming and just fucked it. Yeah. Spent all the money. Spent all the money. I mean, you just Didn't to, invest. Mate, you ain't even got to be the one to invest yourself. Just give it to someone else. Give it to Jesus. Give it to fucking humble flash guy. Humble flash Lambo Jesus. Here's sort it out for you. Yeah, but maybe they ain't got the access to that sort of specialist. Well, look, funny human. you talking about, um, this is sort of on the same topic. So I saw a thing with Matt Letizia the other day. Player. Yeah, he's on this like Joey Barton vibe going off on one. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's like mad. Like He's um, with Joey Barton. Well, no, like he's talking, but he goes off about all the, the COVID. Talking smack. Va vaccines and that and he's just on one yeah. well look he was a player yeah do you know how much he was getting paid at the peak of his career how much three grand a week really yeah three grand a week and he was elite yeah granted he weren't playing for one of the biggest teams but he was elite level baller in the 90s three grand a week was his highest contract my great granddad was a professional footballer yes what was he getting a one no mate he, when he retired he, he played for Charlton and he went to South End then when he retired, they give him the pub, um, right next to Southend's ground. Like to be, they said, look, your retirement is like you can be the landlord. Oh really? Yeah, like so, just yeah, mate, not. Yeah, you're know yeah, getting a yacht. You know what I mean? No, they were like poor. Yeah. You know. Just saying, it's all pretty new. This it was that Sky TV coming. Sky TV though, and yeah. And the readies went up. Yeah. So yeah, mate. Latis three bags a week. He'd be getting hundred now. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't grab all of that. Three grand a week? Now, yeah. Yeah, three grand a week ain't bad, though. Yeah, mate. But for an elite level bowler. That would fucking do me. Yeah, I think that's what if you I need. If I had three grand a week for the rest of my life. I'd... You know what I think you need? You need 10 grand a month. Why do you need that much? To be comfortable. Well, that's two and a half grand a week. I think to be comfortable and be able to book holidays and do nice things. These days, with how much it costs to like be alive and pay for stuff, mortgage rates going up, mm. you need 10 grand a month to be comfortable. Yeah. That's the number, I think. Is that a number? Yeah. Do you not agree? Uh, yeah, yeah, if you wanted a nice lifestyle. Yeah, as but in think about it. A nice bit, you know. But you ain't got to be able to go on much. a few holidays, yeah. Have a nice, like, be able to buy things that you want. I'm not talking, you're not going to be like living an outrageous life with that, but it's like comfortable life. You need 10 grand a month. You get a few nice bits, get a nice Merc or whatever. There you go. Like, Get yourself, I'm not talking about designer stuff, but like nice, maybe buy yourself a nice coat every now and then, whatever. I remember when I was first coming up, my dad was like, you need a grand a week. If you get a grand a week, you'd be sweet. And it's just like, it's so much more than that now. Well, it's funny you say that. My dad used to say to me, but you earned about 75 grand a year, you'll be comfortable. Yeah. Um, and that was when I was growing up, but- um, That's not true anymore. No, it'd be more than that now. I mean, 75 grand is a lot of money. And actually, it is a lot of money. You'd be fine, but he was talking comfortable as in, if you want a nice BMW, if you want a, like maybe a detached house or whatever, and you want to go Spain or you go to America for a holiday. Yeah, like two or three holidays a year. I'm telling you, 10 grand's the number you need. Yeah. It's outrageous, mate. Because everything's gone up, but wages ain't gone up with it, have they? I get paid more to, now than I did when I was like 18, but not by a lot, mate. And the cost of everything is like triple. Stephen Hawking got out at the right time, didn't he, really? Stephen Hawking. He got out at the right time. <laughs> he did, didn't he? I wonder how much Stephen Hawking was getting paid at the height of his career. 
big I'm money. A, I'm under how much he was dishing out to brasses, rippers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, but he was just really clever. Well, he wasn't he? handing it out. I couldn't was he? tell you. I think he'd done the theory of like he was talking about. Oh fuck knows. But yeah, mate. Ah, uh, the theory of everything. Mate, That's he the had name it of the sweet. Film. He had it like he was rich, pretty famous. Mm. Just like could sit down playing Game Boy all day. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. Like, now he was rolling, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. I never knew how that works with his that talking thing. It's like a computer. Yeah, but it didn't type, did he? It's like AI. Was it? Yeah. Well, you know, like the AI voice. But you the hear. thing is, he was English. I don't know why he went for the American voice. Oh yeah. And like, I'd, why did he go for the American accent? Uh, weird man. The robotic American accent. Surely, but why he was an Englishman, you, mate? You should have like, you should have programmed it. Do you know what would have been joke? Stephen Hawking, but he programmed his little voice box to be like Jamaican patois. Wow, Ryan Roboy. That's why I went straight away. Straight away. Hey, and I, boy. You see me? Get that you little you over here. Get her to come sit on man's lap. <laughs> so Tony Jamaica's listening. Sorry, Chike, who's filming right now. Bit of culture appropriation there. Probably a little bit racist, but we move. We do move. Yeah. Talking about cultural appropriation and racism, mate, that brings me on to way back when with White Boy. Oh, Jeez. come on. Are here you familiar with the East India Company? Um, It's on a DLR, isn't it? What? East India Company. And that's a train station, mate. But that is on the DLR. Right. The what's, East the, what's the East India? What's the, the on East, the DLR? East India is a, troop, like a train station. So. Yeah. The East India Company was founded in like the early 17th, early 17th century, about 1600. Right. They were like a trading company. Okay. So back in the day, the trade routes, yeah, were mainly run by the Spanish and the Portuguese. And a lot of their trade went west across the Atlantic over to the Americas. Right. The East India Company partnered up with a Dutch company out of Amsterdam, and they secured the trade routes going down below the tip of Africa and up into Asia, mainly China, India, Malaysia, Philippines. On trains or boats? Boats. Right, okay. No trains back in them days, bruv. Voyages. Okay. So this is like the swashbuckling pirate days, yeah? Right. These geezers weren't fucking about. So basically the main trade was tea. You know, like our English, a cup of tea is. Yeah. You don't grow tea in England. Do you not? It's grown in India. Oh, is it? And China. So to secure that, have you heard the, um, the expression, all the tea in China? All the tea in China, yeah. So this is what they wanted. They wanted all the tea in China, basically. Right. So they was, um, they got like a fleet of ships that was like stolen from the Spanish during the Spanish Armada founded a company this is not england as like as a, the crown it was one company they're in Leadenhall street was where their headquarters was and they went out and fucked shit up mate they colonized most of india like madras and bombay is where they started so like you know when you'll hear of like a, a famous when you say colonized what like mate when in their first moved in mate moved in well of an army in there yeah yeah this is ours now we're having it and they're like you work for us or will kill you. But Colonization. They, that? they said they was based by Leadenhall. Yeah, yeah. So just be what, a load of fucking insurance <laughs> brokers going over to India <laughs> in their little this fucking This is in the 17th little, century, Jamesy. Soppy size with their little file effects. and go, listen, Gandhi, you settle down, It's a son. bit different to how it is now, right? So these are like, they were going out, firm-handed armies, mate. Like, boats with cannons where on have it. a company got a fucking army? They hired, they would call them privateers. Like militia? Like a militia. Right, okay. So it was like a privately owned army, yeah? Because when they was coming around the bottom of Africa and that, they're kicking off with the Dutch, they're kicking off with the Spanish because they everyone wanted the trade routes. They got so big that at one point, they literally owned India. And this is not... The British went out and took liberties all over the world, right? We colonised loads of different places. Yeah, I'm learning, so you know, like I'm learning about more that as I get older, actually. So you know the Commonwealth Games? Yeah. That is all the countries that England used to own. Used to own, yeah. It's that liberty, mate. Yeah, yeah, we just take the piss, yeah. Proper took the piss. But this is not, I'm not talking about England as like a sovereign state. So this like when was people one go, firm. Like when people talk about America, they go, well, you know, England, we're not racist. You know, you've got to look at history, really. Yeah. We was 
Yeah, we were brutal, mate. We were we absolutely were like, brutal. We were like the original racists. So the problem was, I heard a good, I heard a good analysis. You imagine if every Amazon driver had like a fucking AK forty-seven. Yeah. Right. They're firm-handed. That's what the East India Company. It had. was like that. They were basically a huge trade company. Yeah. The only difference with East India Company is they fucking delivered, didn't they? Yeah, they and did deliver. Promises. They really did deliver. Yeah. No, no late fees, mate. Nah. No late no fees. No sticking it in your fucking bin. Oh my god. I went to take my bins out this morning, Monday's bin day, brand new Amazon package in there. Uh, a liberty, mate. It was a teething toy for my baby. <laughs> it's in the bin. In the bin. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, well, I, can't, fuck. I can't use that anymore. Yeah, they don't so give anyway, a fuck. Right, at one point, it was the biggest multinational corporation that has ever existed. Really? Right? Biggest earners, they loved it. And it was all their shareholders was like putting money in and they was promising them back these outrageous returns because they could always deliver because there was just so many of them. And uh, they got too big too greedy and it started in india oh by the way i was informed mangoes we tried in the last one come from india right and they moved their way west with the spice trade okay nice. so you can probably thank the east india company mango for chutney mangoes. is that a thing yes it is isn't it yeah yes, it is indian chutney's, delicacy makes chutney's sense indian <laughs> chutney is indian don't talk about food james right chutney's indian unless i give it mango to you chutney is what you get in a curry isn't it? yes it is yeah so it would make sense that mango why was you laughing like that like i'm fucking idiot <laughs> it's a fucking... why are you laughing like i got <laughs> the way you said it chutney's indian yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there's many different types of chutney mate i don't know if it originated we'll find out mm. anyway have you heard the saying oh they're too big to fail Yes, so like the East India people company, say that about Donald Trump. They yeah. say he's too big to The fail. East India Company was too big to be allowed to keep existing. And the Indians revolted. At one point, they had like 200,000 Indian, um, they called them sepoys. It was like, a, you're in the army, but you work for us. And they all revolted and turned the company over. And I was like, okay, no worries. Let's fucking calm down a little bit. And all the shareholders got paid their dividend for another 40 years. So I think by the middle of the 1800s, the company was no more. Really? But yeah, fucking really interesting, mate. I wonder who made their wealth off the back of that, though. Like what family still Think today? about, this is exactly what you I'm know, thinking about. You know, you talk about that generation. Old money, mate. Old money. Old money. Someone's made a killing I from that. I guarantee there is someone on Made in Chelsea who's got some of that East exactly India company money. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, and I bet they're a proper annoying cunts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Mm. Interesting. When did Gandhi come into the picture then? Gandhi? Yeah. So, have you seen the Gandhi film played by um, Ben Kingsley? Yeah. When he went brownface? He did go brownface, didn't he? Unbelievable performance. Yeah, he was very good at it. Yeah, very good at it. Unbelievable performance. So, his whole thing... Wouldn't be allowed now, would it, him doing that? Nah, definitely not. Definitely not. But he did it really well. I mean, Ben Kingsley's a G. So, yeah. he, um, his whole thing was about non-violence so peaceful protest peaceful pro so yeah. basically they wanted the english out right because the english like sovereign was in india as well they wanted the english out once they got the english out then it kicked off between the hindis and the muslims did it between india and pakistan and the muslims won that so basically gandhi is like i don't agree with any of this what's going on but i will not eat while there is conflict and he started starving himself. And the Indian people loved him so much that they was like, look, everyone fucking stop because otherwise Gandhi's gonna die. Because oh, really? he, he refused to eat. He was sneaking a little bit of lemon juice. But why was, how long did he not eat for? Like months at a time. Really? Yeah, mate. They were like, oh, the war's nearly over. And he's like, all right, well, you let me know when it's actually over then and then I'll eat. Why did they run love with Gandhi though? Because he like brought the people together. Was he a spiritual leader? Or? Real spiritual guy. Was he a politician? No. So he was a lawyer, but right. he was growing up under the British rule. So he was like, oh, trying to raise his kids to be like English gentlemen. And then he realized like, oh no, we're not English. You know what I mean? He basically went to, he moved to South Africa and he was getting like loads of racial for being Indian. Right. He ended up back in India and like reaffirmed his faith in Hinduism. Right. Someone shot him in the end. Did they? Mm. And what, when he like would go on these like big long, hunger strikes what would be the first thing he'd eat afterwards yeah i don't know probably mango chutney <laughs> probably mango probably. Ch pop a dom in the mango chutney is a probably. good snack it's a good snack i'll start with something like that there you go after you've been starving for that long you're not going to want to go for like a full 
oh, Indian. Fuck that. I mean, I don't. I really, I don't. Mate, you are not gonna believe how well this fits into the next segue of Jamesy tries. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I planned it. Oh, you're fucking... Oh, <laughs> fuck off. It's not Chutney. No, it's not Chutney. Oh, okay. So this week on Jamesy Tries, perfect segue from the Indian stuff we was just talking about. We have got for you... Fucking stinks. Mr. James, a samosa. Oh, okay. I think you're going to like it. I'll tell you what, there's a little piece that's just broken off of that corner. Samosa, yeah? is that Indian? Yeah, yeah. It's like Indian spice, like vegetables and meat. Inside a nice piece of pastry, pretty standard. It's like an Indian Cornish pasty. Okay. See that little piece is broken off the corner. Oh, I will allow you to eat that. <laughs> Thank you for eating it up, by the way, guys. It's going to be so much better oh, for you, mate. Warm. It's all. I'm already like feeling a bit. Well, you don't like an Indian. Um. You're a korma guy, ain't you? In your food, yeah. Fuck all. <laughs> I like Kuma and I love Indian people. Okay. Unlike you, I put my car the right way round <laughs> at a fucking petrol pump. What about if he's I in a rush? I respect them people. What about if he's in they a rush? They come over here, working in a BP 24 hours a day. I respect them. They say, park it the right way. I say, absolutely, sir. What about if he was late? Um, Just eat the food. Stop stalling. No, no, look, that piece there, look, can you see it? Oh, no, mate, it's making me, it's making me feel That little piece sick. on the corner, I'll allow it. Uh, okay. That's a nice bite. <sighs> mate, it's, no, mate. Just get it, man. Can I have my water? <laughs> I don't want you to eat a lot, because I want to eat it. Perfect. All that. You know, mate. Just eat it. What are you setting a stopwatch? He likes it. That's okay. Mate, it's more the anxiety. The before, fear in your yeah, mate, eyes. It's more the anxiety before doing it. It just fucking gets me. That was all right. I knew it was. Yeah, that's like I knew a, you'd like it. That's like a bit, that's like a, like an Indian pie and mash. <laughs> Sort of, Isn't it like a pie? Of, it is like a pie, yeah. But it's not like an Indian pie mash because there's no mash anywhere. Yeah. But it's yeah, like an a, Indian pie. It's like a, like a... Yeah, it's like a, like a, like a sort of... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I've tried to describe it. I don't know. It's like if, like Gandhi It tastes made like a, a samosa, It's like mate. Gandhi made a sausage roll. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a bit sausage roll but it's got a little... Yeah, a little kick to it, bro. Get a little, little, little ting to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. So I rate it out of ten, bro. Look, you swallowed it, and you said you half liked it. So I'll give that a five as well. A five. Yeah. Mango five. Two Samosa solid fives. fives. In Stephen Hawking's book, that's a ten. That's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, lovely. Brilliant. Yeah, lovely. That's all right. Yeah. Mate, You're I'll tell you what, okay, I keep man. bringing ones like that and maybe this hey. segment will run for a little bit longer. We'll see, we'll see. Um, cool. Well, listen, I think that's us for another episode. Um, you know what to do by now. Go on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, give us a lovely review. We think we give you a five-star service, but we'll leave that to you. Uh, make sure you're commenting on the YouTube videos. As we said, we're going to be reading more from the YouTube comments. Mm. Um, so go on there, watch us on there. Um, uh, what they got to do on YouTube, white boy? Uh, first things first, watch the videos on YouTube, please. Because, yeah. um, look, we've got good listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but it'd be really good if you get some more viewers on YouTube. So um, subscribe to the channel, we are L17. If you like the video, leave us a like, leave us a comment, and uh, hit the bell icon if you never want to miss a video. That's it. And listen, I've also got some work in progress shows coming up. Um, I'm not sure when this episode's going out, but the one on the 26th of Jan at Brentwood Theatre is sold out. 30th of April, South End sold out, but then there are a couple that are uh, still got tickets, which is Top Secret, I think it's in February, and Leicester Comedy Festival, I'm coming there, I don't know the date, which is terrible, isn't it, really? Yeah. I should know that. But low. go on my Instagram, it's on there, uh, love love to see you there, uh, a work in progress show as well, for any of you who don't know, 
is me basically trying to get together my hour show. So there's going to be some old, some new. We're going to figure it out. We're going to have a laugh. I'm going to have a chat with some of you. And it'll be fun. Um, but until next week, guys, stay safe. And uh, keep yourselves away from Stephen Hawking. And um, big up Gandhi. Yeah. And, uh, and big um, follow me on Instagram. Chris and follow him on way. Instagram. <laughs> but then again, if you if you don't like people that sort of you know um antagonize and 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 abuse the hard-working uh, asian people of sort of bp <laughs> uh, petrol carriages don't follow, it, don't follow him on instagram it was if a that's, if that's you know if you never kick like off that. at a bp but if you're into that then follow him yeah by all means yeah. uh see you next week goodbye